1: Co-worker of yours.
2: We'll <laughs>
3: 10, 1. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, Mix 94.1. Good
4: morning and welcome to the pre-show. Here we are. It is Monday, October the 2nd. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We're so happy to have you with us as we get ready to get things going. Thank you to all the check-ins. You can always check in. And whether you want to call us, want to maybe shoot us a text, we are here. And our number is 702-364-9400. Good morning.
5: Good morning to you. Back in the studio since wrapping up the Four Corners Food Drive last week. And, and thank you to everyone that came out and donated. It was it was a special week last week. It was a long week. I have so many questions for you based on some of your Instagram stories that I saw over the weekend. I'm sure you'll break it down at some point for us. But how, how was your weekend? How was your weekend post Four Corners Food Drive?
4: Uh, my weekend was good. It was a, it was a busy weekend. Uh, yeah, we uh, wrapped up the food drive on Friday. Uh, Friday night went to the Golden Knights game. It was They had a preseason game. They ended up winning, which is good. So my record for this new season is, is 1-0. Solid. That's That's good. And then um, Saturday, our friends had uh, a Halloween party. And yes, I know it was still September, but everybody has busy schedules in October. So we had to get it done then. So we had a really good time there. And then yesterday... Um, I had to take my daughter and we had to go home coming dress shopping. Ooh. So that was that was what I, I thought was going to be an hour and a half. Turned out to be f- like three or four hours. And I was just like, when I got home, I'm like, I'm done. I am done. I want to relax, watch some football. But it was a really good weekend. Did you have a nice weekend?
5: It was. It was it was fantastic. Did, uh, you know, wrapped up the food drive. And then we went to dinner. Laura's family's in town this weekend. Uh, they're leaving today. So we did dinner on Friday night. And then Saturday, I was out at the Vegas Strong 5K that was downtown. I was out there for Channel 8. And, and just met so many wonderful people at that run. And then the big thing was Saturday night, it was... Was the Crohn's and Colitis Gala, which I, which I host every year, so I was hosting that. But my wife was receiving a big award, the Patient Hero Award, so she got to accept the award and give a speech. And her family was there, and a bunch of friends were there. So that was just a Saturday night was it was a very special night for us. And then Sunday, it was just kind of like how your tail telling, just relax, just like decompress on Sunday.
4: Yeah, a lot going on, and and it was uh, definitely there was so many people in Vegas. You had the fight this weekend, and then you two opening at the Sphere, and it was just jam-packed and we've got a lot to unpack this morning just as far as what was going on and just all the cool things that are happening in our city. So yes, again, we do want to thank you guys so much for coming out and see us. We raised over $73,000 for Three Square Food Bank uh, over the course of four days for the Four Corners Food Drive and you guys were just incredible. That final day like blew my mind Mm. but every day just seeing you guys all come out and wanting to help and it was just... it was so nice to see you face to face because it's been a while since we've done that with the food drive. It was before, um, it was before the COVID and all of that. So that was a lot of fun. So thank you guys for that. Let's uh, get the show started. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear "Stay" by Lisa Loeb? want to hear My Love by Justin Timberlake? I can
6: see us holding hands, walking on the beach, our toes in the sand. I can see us on the countryside, sitting on the restless side by side. You could be my baby, let me make you my lady. Girl, you amaze me, I gotta do
4: nothing crazy. Or do you want to hear Fuel by, or Hemorrhage, or wait, Hemorrhage by Fuel? <laughs> <laughs> your choices. You can get your votes in a couple of ways. You can call us right now at 702-364-9400. You can tweet us at that same number. Vote on our Facebook, or or you can text us. What is wrong with my mouth this morning? (laughs) You can text us at that same number. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM, or you can vote on Facebook. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mixed 94.
3: Mix 94.1 You're going to want to hear this We
4: have more to come on the pre-show this morning You can always give us a call Give us your thoughts at 702-364-9400 What is the dumbest thing that people will brag about? You're like, that is not a flex. Why are you even bragging about that? I overheard someone bragging about something this weekend and literally no one was impressed. We'll talk about that coming up next. But first, the votes are in and stay by Lisa Loeb is the pre-show. You pick up.
3: You choose the music. You pick, you pick it, it. We, we play, play, it. It. play it. It's Mercedes in the morning. Pre-show. You, you pick them. Pick em.
4: It's 94.1. How was everyone's weekend? The Golden Knights did very well on their game on Friday. They played Arizona and a uh, preseason game, but it was nice to see them take home a win. And it was so funny because have you ever heard someone brag about something and you're thinking, why of all things are you bragging about that? I was. I was – Not trying to be nosy, but you know when people talk so loud, you can't help but listen to their conversation. You're drawn into it, yeah, of course. There were these two guys sitting in front of us at the game, and it was in between periods. And um, I I was sitting there talking to my friend, and and at one point she got up to go to the bathroom, so I was there by myself. My husband was talking to our other friend, and I was just kind of listening to the guys in front of us. And uh, the one guy is, like, talking about how wasted he got the night before. Now, like, it's funny to talk about, like, oh, man, I drank too much last night. But he was doing it like he was the coolest guy ever. And his friend's reaction was so funny. So he's like, yeah, we went out and I got so drunk last I had like eight shots of Jack. I had like six beers. Then someone started pulling out the whatever. I don't even know what it was. It's like, I was so drunk. I ended up in the back uh, of the place and I was throwing up in the parking lot. Oh gosh. And, and, and then I went back in and drank some more. <laughs> and, and his friend looks at him. And he goes, I wouldn't act like I was proud of that dude. He goes, that's rookie bleep. (laughs) He's like, oh my gosh. He's like, no, man. I was like, I went back in. That's not rookie. Rookies don't go back in. And he goes, that sounds like a problem. (laughs) <laughs> the guy who thought he was just like, he was expecting his friend to be like, wow, you're High five awesome. and everything. Yeah. The guy's like, I wouldn't be proud of that. Uh, that's not something to be proud of. Like people who brag about getting just completely obliterated. It's like, that's not a flex. It's no. Not. It doesn't sound fun either. No. The morning
5: after you're sick and stuff. I've got buddies that still do that. And like, dudes, it's, um, when we were down in Arizona with some friends and stuff, a couple of, um our friends went to college game day. And the one guy was talking about how wasted he got before he went in there and he was hammered and everything. I'm like, dude, that doesn't sound fun. Going to college game day and witnessing that stuff sounds fun, but getting so hammered and blitzed, your buddy's got to help you get out of there.
4: That doesn't sound fun. And you can't even enjoy it because you're just feeling terrible the entire time. Uh We went somewhere and I had like a couple of drinks. I I mean, I didn't even get wasted, but it was just enough for me to have a headache in the morning. And I just did not enjoy my day. I was like, oh, why did I do that? I was not about to tell anyone I did that. I was like, oh, everything's great. I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. What about money
5: flexes? Someone this weekend was was flexing on some money that they spent on, on a new car, and he told me he got this new car, and he's really excited about it. I'm like, oh, cool. Good for you. And he said, let me show you some pictures. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me see. And going through his phone, it, 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 it's a nice... Car, but then he starts talking about the amount of money he spent on it, and the, the, the waiting list he had to get on, and this that, and everything. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't care. You're flexing on the money that you got. That doesn't impress me.
4: Well, I like, that's that's a tricky one. I yeah, I hate money flexers, but at the same time, sometimes I think people are trying to tell you just for like reference um, case in point like a girlfriend of mine she once had a new pair of boots that I loved and I was like oh my god I love those boots those are so cute and Mm -hmm. she's like oh thank you Uh, and I was curious but I was not about to ask I just wanted to know like is this on my price range or above it and she's like I paid way too much money for them and then I was like okay enough said you don't have to say anything she goes don't bother she's like these are not $300 boots they are like $50 $50 boots so she told me like don't waste your money on them got it yeah so I appreciated mm-hmm. that but on your friend it doesn't sound like he was telling no, you no he was that. just
5: and then he told me how wasted he got the night prior I'm like dude that's a yeah, double, double flex we don't want and to and you're me.
4: not cool <laughs>
3: Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, Show Number 1928.
4: And now here's your host,
3: Mercedes and JC. All right, in the year
4: 1928, the most comfortable invention was made: the Lazy Boy recliner. Tasty bread was also invented in 1928, and Mickey Mouse officially appeared for the first time in Steamboat Willie, and his birthday coincided with the with the release. Uh, Which many consider the first talking cartoon, but actually there was a cartoon that came out a month before Steamboat Willie uh, called Dinner Time, but Steamboat Willie gets all the credit for it. (laughs) 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 It's too bad. Too bad. Too bad. That's an interesting year. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of discoveries and and things happening that year. 1928. How you doing this morning? Not
5: bad. Not bad. Ready to get back to the work week. Last week was the Four Corners food drive. It was just so much fun with everyone coming out and working with the staff at Three Square and we had some celebrities guests stop by. Shane Knighty and Dave Gosher stop by. And, and they always stop by. The tra- tradition for the Four Corners Food Drive. And they were talking about they're going to be around the Stanley Cup, I believe, today or this week. They're going to be around it. And I jokingly said to them, like, oh, you should bring it to the radio station. We could do some pictures and hold it up and everything. And that's when I learned, I didn't know this, that it, it is a big no-no for a non-player to be holding up the Stanley Cup. And not that I would do that either. I, I have too much respect for it. But they said non-players should not be hoisting that thing over their head.
4: I asked him about that because a friend of mine, she got to go to one of these uh, days with a the cup. They know someone that's affiliated with the team, and they got their very own day with the cup. And she was telling me how when they went, one of the guys there tried to pick up the cup, and the the keeper of the cup that was there was like, absolutely not. Unless your name is on this cup, you cannot hold it over your head. So I asked Shane about that. I'm like, is that true? And he's like, yes absolutely you you're not supposed to do it because because uh, then i'm like well i saw i saw a lot of uh randos holding it over their head when it was on the ice I'm, and i'm pretty sure their name's not <laughs> on the cup um i could be wrong and he's like yeah no that he was really upset about that yeah
5: is there an unwritten rule for your profession it sounds like there's almost a written rule in hockey because same thing after they after they won the cup we're watching everyone hold it, all the players and then there's like there's the trainers and everything and other coaches are holding it and i'm seeing photos too i know some people in the uh, the medical field that work with the team and it's like a, it's a, it's a friend of mine and he's got a picture holding the cup up and i'm like dude I'm... and
4: you know his name's not on it
5: no it's not on it it's, it's definitely not on it. on it and then it's also over the weekend hoisting it up as the photo holding it over his head and i know for sure his name is not on it he works within the organization and he had it over his head. I'm like, ah. Oh.
4: do they just not know that's the rule or are they like, eh, who cares? This is my one chance to do that.
5: I don't know. I should ask. I should ask my one buddy that is in the medical field that was holding it. Like, did someone forewarn you or you just kind of grabbed it without talking to the keeper of the cup? Because if I'm a player and you're working your entire life, dedicated everything to get that moment and you hoist it up over your head, fantastic. And then there's some dude who, you know, whatever tied to the organization is hoisting up over his head. I could see how it would bother the player.
4: Maybe it's because their names are not officially on the cup at that point. Like they just won oh, it. So they yeah. do that. But after the names are on the cup, they're not allowed to do that. Do you guys have a an unofficial rule at your work or an unspoken rule? I'm trying to think here. Like what's the unspoken rule? Rule. Parking. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. We have our parking spots, even though they're not reserved. Did you see that they repaved the entire parking lot?
5: Something seemed off this morning when I pulled yeah. in. Are the spaces so, different? So the, the,
4: the spaces that are normally reserved for loading and unloading, there's no, there's no sign on them. So you could have technically parked there this morning. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, Yeah,
5: something seemed odd pulling in this morning.
4: And I think they were kind of moved to the side a little Mm -hmm. bit. But yeah, like that's the unspoken rule. We all have our spots we park in. And when someone parks there, even though they're not reserved, you have violated the unspoken rule. Get out!
5: (laughs) What's trending is up next? What do you have for us? All
4: right, we are going to talk about you two and the sphere. Everyone is talking about them. And if you went this weekend, we want to hear from you. you got to let us know how it was. Also, your Las Vegas Aces, they're one step closer to a repeat and Taylor Swift inspires a new condiment. That's all coming up in What's Trending. Are you guys ready? All
6: right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trendy, trendy,
3: trendy. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix 94.1.
4: You too is trending this morning. Okay, so who went 702 364 9400? Just based on the videos and the pictures I saw, you two and the MSG Sphere are absolutely incredible with the floor to ceiling visuals and the immersive audio. Uh, it's just, it looks like it was just an. Like people were absolutely awestruck when they went and saw that
5: show. Yeah, the video is fantastic. I had a friend that went. And I asked him, and he was sitting way up top, like I think it's the 400 level. And he was the same thing. Visual, sound. He wouldn't know he was more impressed with you two or the spirit itself. But the one thing he did say, anytime Bono would talk, and again, my buddy is way up top he said you can hear him crystal clear the sound is just fantastic you go to some concerts and you know the person speaking on stage you yeah. can't hear him he said he was way up and Bono was talking it sounded like Bono was right next to him talking into his ear
4: if you went let us know 702-364-9400 uh, the, the band's drummer Larry Mullen Jr. he was not able to be a part of the Vegas shows he's recovering from surgery due to drumming injuries to his elbow and in his knees and neck and Bono said during the show not since October 1978 have we played a show without larry mullen would like to introduce you to the only man we would ask to stand well sit in his shoes it's his birthday it's braum von denberg and the dutch drummer humbly stated let there be no mistake there is only one larry mullen jr which i thought was really really cool let's talk to kim who is on the phone kim you went to the show how was it it was mind-blowing. Really? Give us the details. Like, just talk to us about walking into the sphere, what that was like, the, the show. I, I want to know everything.
7: Uh, the inside looks
4: completely different than what's going outside until the show starts. So then what, it,
7: when it starts, what happens? Everything just kept changing, and the next thing was better than the first. There there were so
5: many reports of celebrities from Snoop Snoop Dogg, Katy Perry, Oprah, Paul McCartney. I mean, the list is endless. Did you see any celebrities when you went over the weekend? There was so much going on,
7: we did not see any celebrities.
4: Did you, uh, what was your favorite part of the show? Like, song-wise, visual-wise, like, what part really stood out to you? Visually, the end when they erase Las Vegas. What? They erase it? Yes, they had cranes that were taking apart our buildings on the strip one by one. Oh my gosh, I I don't even always construction. (laughs) I I read even like the biggest YouTube fan, and I want to see this show so so bad. It looks incredible, Kim. How was it getting
5: in and out? Do you have to go through the Venetian to get to the Sphere? How was it getting in and out of the place?
7: The Venetian was the best way to get in and out, and the least expensive. Um, There was a little bit of congestion exiting, but it wasn't bad. Would you say
4: it's worth it um, if anyone's on the fence on buying tickets? Absolutely worth it. Oh, man. Thank you so much, Kim, for uh, letting us know. I was, like, living vicariously through everyone this weekend with just – the incredible videos that I was seeing, man, it just looked amazing.
5: Yeah, it did. That's awesome. So
4: that is trending this morning. We're probably not going to have time to get through all of trending. Um, Las Vegas Aces are trending this morning. The ladies have punched their ticket to the WNBA Finals. They swept their way to the Finals, first taking care of Chicago Sky and then knocking out the Dallas Wings. Now the Aces are going to face the New York Liberty when the series starts next Sunday, October 8th. Game one out of the best uh, three out of Five final series will happen at home here over at the Michelob Ultra Arena. Tickets are sold out for all the home games. So if you were hoping to get some, sorry. It's not going to happen. TIPA is at 12 p.m. And then the game's going to be broadcast on ABC. So the Aces are going to host games one, two, and if necessary, game five. And then the Liberty will um, be hosting for games three and then games four if uh, necessary.
5: Two best teams in the WNBA going at it. I happen to think we have the better of the best of those two teams. But it's going to be good. It's going to be exciting. Yeah,
4: looking forward to that. And then finally this month. Morning. Uh, we have Taylor Swift and Heinz trending. So she was at the Jets game last night. We all know that. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But she's going to be receiving an honor from Heinz with a new ketchup flavor called Ketchup and Seemingly Ranch, inspired by her snack choice over at Arrowhead Stadium when she went to her first game. Heinz is releasing 100 bottles of this special ketchup with the number 100 representing uh, a combination of her favorite number, 13. And Travis Kelsey's jersey number 87, they confirmed in an Instagram post that Ketchup and Seemingly Ranch Taylor's version is going to be released in the coming months, and that is what's trending. Up
5: next, we have Heads Up, and when you win, you're going to get tickets to go see Journey and Toto. They're coming to town next year. We got your tickets. When you win, Heads Up.
3: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning 94.1. Hey,
4: good morning, Angela. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes, I am. Let's do this. We have these tickets for you to see Journey and Toto at Mandalay Bay at the Michelobaltaro Arena um, next year in March. And your categories are hairspray, Songwriter, Car Ride, Television, or Animal Crossing uh television television it is national family tv show day is on tuesday so these are all popular tv shows okay 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 who do you want to pick as your partner
5: I am gonna pick you. Okay. All right,
4: Angela. 60
5: seconds on the clock. It's six correct. You win and you start now. This
4: is Phoebe, Monica, Joey, uh, Yes. This is uh the Lannisters and um the the, the drag uh, the dragon. Game of Thrones. Yes. This is Who Lives in a Pineapple Under the Sea. SpongeBob. Yeah. Uh, does that count? Okay. Post yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, This is um, Danny Tanner and uh, Uncle Jim. G- yes. This is Sarah Michelle Geller, and she uh, Buffy the Vampire. Yes. This is uh, Jason Sudeikis. Believe um, uh, uh, Coach Beard. Skips. Uh, huh? Skip. Uh, skip. Oh, okay. Uh, this is uh, Rut row, row Raggy. uh, uh they... we do? Yes! yes. <laughs> you got it.
0: Congratulations, Angela. Woo! You never stopped believing. You crushed it, Angela. You so know we won.
4: <laughs>
5: You're all set. You got tickets to go see Journey and Toto at the Michelob Ultra Arena. This is Mandalay Bay next year, courtesy of AEG presents congratulations now coming up next it's monday we've got beat mercedes and your chance to win a 2700 seven hundred dollar diamond pendant from michael e. Menden diamond jewelers
4: It was a busy weekend in Las Vegas. We are going to talk about all sorts of uh, the happenings here coming up later this morning and what's trending. And uh, it sounds like you were out and about, met some people this weekend.
5: Yeah, met some people and met a super nice guy. His name is, I thought this was so, so funny. He's a realtor. He's a car guy here in town. His name is Mark Civic. And when he introduced himself, hey, my name is Mark Civic. Civic like the car, but spelled differently. And he spells it S-I-V-E-K, unlike the car, C-I-V-I-C. And I'm like, oh, that, that's and he, he So now I know how to say his last name. He spells it differently, but I was envisioning that. That must be how he introduces himself to everyone. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Mark Civic, like the car, but spelled differently. That must be his his name catchphrase that he drops every time he meets somebody.
4: I think that if you have an unusual name or if you have a name that is spelled in a way or that could be... That can sound like it's spelled one way or another way. It, it, it It's spelled another way. You have to have your little name catchphrase. Uh, do you have one of those? 702-364-9400. That when you introduce yourself or someone's taking your name, you have to give them the little catchphrase so they know exactly what your name is.
5: Do you have a catchphrase?
4: Every single time. What's your name? Uh, Mercedes, like the car. Mercedes, like the car. <laughs> Mercedes like the car, like every single time. I, we we were shopping yesterday and. We bought my daughter a dress, and I, it was at a place I would never shopped before. So they're like, and can we get an email address? And my email has my name in it. And I'm like, well, it's Mercedes like the car. And then I gave them the rest of my email address. <laughs> and she knew right away as soon as I said it, because at first they're always like, duh. But uh, Mercedes like the car. Mercedes like the car.
5: Every single time. Do you? I do. Yeah, someone asks me my name. A lot of times I'll say it's initials. Jay-Z. I give them a heads up that I'm gonna drop some initials on them. Their initials J C. And they're always oh okay, Jay Z. Hold on one second. Like, <laughs> no, J C.
4: Uh, yeah, I'm not Jay Z. Uh, let's talk to. Well, let's let her introduce herself. Hi, what's your name? <laughs> Ozra, Oz like the Wizard of Oz. Ozra, Oz like the Wizard of Oz. That's got a nice ring to it. That's a beautiful name, mm-hmm. Ozra. How did uh how did you your your family come up with that name? I'm Persian. Ooh. So is it spelled O Z R A? Yes, good job. Oh, thank you. Nice. I had some help on our phone screen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you I need mean, I'm out, Brownie. You. you don't have to do that. You can take all gotta the credit. i got to be honest. She's very gotta be honest. honest.
4: Also, <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for calling. Let's talk to uh, Danielle. Danielle, what's your name catchphrase? Well, it's my daughter's name is Chase, and she says, Chase like the bank. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Chase like what uh, my husband likes to do to me sometimes. <laughs> Chase me. I don't know. I I don't think you wanted your daughter to say anything like that's that. That's good, though. Chase like the bank. Oh, yeah, like that's the credit perfect. Card, yeah. Simple. People know it. Carol, good morning. What is your name catchphrase? Good morning. Well, apparently there's more than one way to spell my name, so I always go with Carol like a Christmas song. Oh, C-A-R-O-L Now I know how to spell it Like caroling, right? Yes, nice. Carol, like the Christmas song I love it Thank you Let's go to Jose really quick Jose, what is it for you?
1: Omaha My name is Jose Arias Like the casino But with oh. the S at the end
4: Jose Arias. Oh, my gosh. That's so good. Like, I did not. I, at first, I was like, okay, wait. How do you spell that? And then when you said that casino part with an S at the end, it was like, done. Got it.
5: Well, I was thinking, what casino is named Jose? I got confused for a second.
4: <laughs> you better <laughs> bitch, Jose.
5: Can you identify a song faster than Mercedes? We have Beat Mercedes coming up here in about 10 minutes. And if you can, you're going to win a $2,700 diamond pendant from men and Diamond Jewelers. <laughs>
3: It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. All
4: right, so I I kind of was out of the loop for a few days as far as like Powerball. I didn't know if it hit or not. It still hasn't hit. Now, the Powerball lottery drawing, it's up it's up over a billion dollars. Dang. Yeah, no one has taken home the top prize since July, only three other Powerball jackpots have been higher than the current estimated 1.04 billion dollar but pre-tax payout. Next drawing is tonight with the cash option of just over 478 million dollars. Um and so if you choose that lump sum, here's the tax situation, okay? Mm-hmm. A 24% federal tax withholding is taken right away. So that drops the lump sum to about $363.4 million. But because the federal government counts lottery winnings as income, then the winner could be moved into a tax bracket that will make you face a rate as high as 37%. So then that would drop the lump sum to around $301.3 million. That's all you
5: get? That's it. Oh, darn it's, it's not even no, worth it. Why Forget bother? Get it. Mm-mm, don't do it.
4: And then, and in, in some states, there's state taxes. Luckily, we don't have to deal with that, but you know how, how it goes. Um, also, this morning, if you're married, here are the years you have to watch out for. Now, there are countless divorce studies with conflicting statistics but the data does point to two periods during marriage when divorces are the most common. What, do you want to take a guess just based on your, your own personal experience when, like, maybe things were the most difficult for you?
5: Yes, yeah, so I would say you got married in oh seven twenty thirteen 2013 was a difficult year. So what's that, six, year, six or seven years, I'd say.
4: Six, seven years yeah. into the marriage. Steph, you've been married not quite as long. Do you want to take a guess on this, like... Only like two years that you've been married, right? Two, uh, three years, five years. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I have no sense of <laughs> time. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're newlywed, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs>
6: seems like it.
4: So, is this asking about how far along in years? you Yeah, think? like your year one, your year two into marriage. Like how far in years where it becomes the most difficult? I heard about year seven. Mm-hmm. So
6: I seven think year seven age.
4: years around that time. I'm going to say they say that divorce. Divorces are most common in years one and two and years five through eight. So seven will yeah, okay. fall into yeah, that. Those yep. they say of the two high risk periods, there are two years that stand out as the most common years for divorce. And those are years seven and eight. So there is something to that seven year is Certainly is.
5: So But that's it though. Once, once you get past that and we did, and we're now 15, 16 years, I lost track. So once you get past that, then then, then you should be good, hopefully.
4: I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I've seen a lot of people get married or get divorced after that. Um, it, it always like is it, so like, wow, when I hear people get a divorce after like 20 years, 25 mm-hmm. years. And a lot of you listening probably fall into that category where it's like, wait, you were together for so long. Then what happened? And then just people... Change and it could be the year one or year thirty. You just you just never know.
5: The uh, everyone's buzzing about Travis Kelsey and his mom Donna's at all these games, and it was literally just this morning. I'm like, oh, is his dad ever going to the game? So I punched in his dad. His dad's name is I think Jason as well. Um, but th- th- the headline is they got divorced just recently after 25 years being together. See, there you go. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, it's there's no set uh, set formula for when right? it's going to work and when it's not going to work. Um, okay, finally this morning, I I don't know why they're looking for someone outside of vegas because any one of us could easily do this job but there's a a company that is looking for an official margarita tester to travel here and sample cocktails new cocktails every day for a week it's a company online casinos and so they're asking for someone to apply for this job the the margarita tester will have to visit vegas for seven days sometime between november 1st and february 29th Like, hey, save on the airfare. We live here already. During the trip, the official tester will try and take photos of one margarita a day at different bars and venues in the city. And then you'll rate the margaritas using specific criteria that they give you. It includes flavor, presentation, the quality of ingredients, the setting, and the vibe of the location, and just the overall drinking experience. The official margarita tester, you're going to make some decent money. You're going to get paid four, a $4,000 stipend, $2,000 for travel and hotel, Thirteen hundred dollars for food and drinks, and seven hundred dollars for extra costs. So that sounds like a nice That's huge. for seven days. Heck of course, yeah. um, they want to make it clear they're not looking for binge drinkers. They oh. <laughs> they, uh, they expect the winner to follow CDC guidelines and only have one alcoholic drink per day. Oh, just
5: that one you're going to have. But just you're right about a day. it. Okay. Yes,
4: um, and the winner obviously has to be of legal uh, drinking age. But you can apply uh, online and uh, try to try to get this uh get this uh, job I, I again i would think that living here would actually be a plus here so um is that something you would apply for i
5: one a day if you, i thought when you first brought up I, i'm thinking maybe multiple ones but yeah i could do that one a day you just go somewhere have one margarita in the afternoon <laughs> write about it do all the other stuff
4: you'd be good do you know do you know that song when you just said one margarita yeah have you seen that like <laughs> no give me one margarita you know <laughs> steph have you of course, I have.
6: <laughs> I keep thinking, whenever you guys say margarita, give me one margarita. <laughs> na, 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 na.
4: Give, give me, me two, two margaritas. margaritas. Na, 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 na. Give me three margaritas. Give me four margaritas. Go for the whole week. It's oh, bad man. stuff, JC. You, oh. you don't want to know what she says about having a margarita. Oh, it's not a regular margarita? Oh, it is a regular margarita, but it talks about what she'll do once she has margarita. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do that. Yeah, don't. I will not do that, Mercedes.
5: <laughs> Here we go. Oh, I'm so excited for this. It's time for Beat Mercedes on Minden Monday. Here's your chance to win a $2,700 diamond pendant for Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than the champ Mercedes.
4: Alright, can you do a $2,700 diamond pendant we are up to? I would love for this to go around your neck. You need this diamond pendant and we want to give it to you right now. So just be caller 20. You play me in beat mercedes you guess the song faster than i can it's not going to be easy we'll tell you that right now but it's doable it has been done before just like three weeks ago i didn't even know the song unfortunately the other person didn't know it either so it didn't it didn't matter but you can do this caller 20 you get to play play beat mercedes 702-364-9400 It is Monday, and that means it's Minden Mondays. Time to play Beat Mercedes. Up for grabs a $2,700 diamond pendant, courtesy of Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. And we've got our contestant on the line. Good morning, Summer. Hey, good morning. How are you feeling this morning? Oh uh, nervous. <laughs> okay, you got this deep breath in. Out. Ooh, you got this, okay? I'm leaving the room. I am rooting for you, girl. I know you're gonna get this. I feel like we're giving away the Simon Pendant today. So we're we're giving you good vibes, okay, Summer? All right,
7: thank okay, you. Okay, good luck.
5: Alright, Mercedes is stepping out, I'm turning off her microphone, bringing Steph in here. All right, Summer, you ready to do this? Yes. Okay, we're gonna start the song. And as soon as you know it, just shout out, got it, got it, got it. We immediately stop the clock, and you got five seconds to correctly identify it by artist and title. Now, if you go 20 seconds, and it has in the past, we stop it automatically, and you gotta give us something, okay? Okay. All right, the clock has been reset. The next sound you hear will be the contest, and it starts now. That's 20 seconds. Oh. Anything.
8: Oh, my. Okay. It sounds like Foo Fighters.
7: Mm
8: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I cannot remember the name.
7: Oh.
8: No, no, no.
5: Oh, Summer. It's been five seconds. Oh, Summer. Sorry. Hold on one second, okay, Summer? We're going to go get Mercedes. Hold on one second here. Put on my winning face here when she comes walking in. Turn on Mercedes microphone. She comes back in. Oh, she's got a nice Vegas Golden Knights shirt on. I'm seeing that for the first time. And here she is. Hello. Hey.
4: All right. How are you? I am good. How okay. are you? <laughs> What's going on? Nothing. I feel I feel some excitement in there's the a, air. There's good energy in the air, I'll oh, tell you that much. Oh boy. You ready? <sighs> yes.
5: Hit reset and Mercedes, you start now.
4: Oh God. Oh, I got it. My Hero Foo Fighters?
5: My Hero Foo Fighters <sighs> is correct.
4: But. You went 8.4 I seconds. I know, that was long. Those drums threw me
5: off. 8.4 seconds in an eternity for you. I know. Summer, she got the band right. She didn't get the song, and it took her 20 seconds as well. Oh! So we're saying. Still the, champ. Still I the almost, champ.
4: I almost said live. I'm glad I waited eight seconds. Oh, that was hard. There's drums. Wow. Yeah, that's like impossible to decipher until the guitar comes mm-hmm. in. Wow. Well, bad news for summer. I'm so sorry. That was hard summer. Don't beat yourself up on that one. But the good news is that diamond pendant just got bigger. $2,800 diamond Woo-hoo. pendant, courtesy of Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers.
5: You're so good at beat Mercedes. You really are.
4: (laughs) I, uh, you know, I was challenged when we were out at the food drive last week. Our uh, promotions director, Jeremy, he's really good at uh, guessing these. And I think he beat me on a couple of them, didn't he?
5: Uh, I was close. It was close. Um, So the song that we had for beat Mercedes, if you're just joining us right now this week, was Foo Fighters, My Hero, this year. And you went 8.4 seconds, which is long for you. You still got it. It
4: was right right there was where i figured it yeah. out like the, just the drums alone that that could have been a lot of difference mm-hmm. oh i would have definitely had it there um, yeah that was a that was probably one of the more challenging ones that there was one i didn't get last week and then the one i actually lost on but that was right up there.
5: Well, how it works is Sunday afternoon, I sent uh, Steph and j Love a, a text message with three so- songs that I thought of over the weekend, and we kind of go back and forth out of those three songs and pick the one we want to use for the actual contest.
4: I feel like Courtney Kardashian. Y- you have the group text without me. Is she not the group text? Did you guys see that whole thing, no. Steph? Did you see that whole thing? Yeah, all <gasps> the
6: sisters are on it except Courtney. Is she really? And yes. it's
4: called everyone but Courtney. You know, uh-uh. like that. because <laughs> they leave her out. You guys have everything but Mercedes-Tex train. I'm going to cry. No, I'm just kidding. You're not missing much. So,
5: but I have the other two songs that we didn't pick, and I want to see if you can get them.
4: Oh, you're not going to reuse these for no, another I mean, time? No,
5: we have a pile of songs we haven't used. Okay. And do you want to base it off of you, oh. went, you went 8.4 seconds on the Foo Fighters? Let's see if you can get these in under 8.4 oh, seconds. Oh, so
4: now I, I don't even get the 20-second time no. cap. I have an 8.4-second time cap? you got to beat yourself, yes. Oh, my gosh. So okay. here
5: is the first one.
4: Got it. That is Fleetwood Mac? Steve, 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 Stevie Nicks, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I forget the name of it. Really? <laughs> no way. Something always oh, when, when it rains. Oh, the thunder. <laughs> it went big during the pandemic. The guy was skateboarding? With the cranberry juice? Oh! Oh, Fleetwood Mac, um, the, the cranberry juice guy. Yes, <laughs> you should have used this one. Yeah, classic rock is my downfall. I'm telling you, you don't get it. You don't have it. I don't remember the name of it. Dreams. Dreams. Fleetwood Mac. Oh yeah. Okay. See, you should have gone with this one. <laughs> okay. Maybe here's... we would have had a winner. Oh man, stop! Don't choose classic rock. I'm going to lose. <laughs>
5: well, then, the, then the listener has to get it too. So yes, the, that's true. Here's the second song okay. we're, we're debating. Try to get it in under eight. 8.4 seconds starts now.
4: Oh, got it. Sweet dreams by the arithmetic. Yes. yes 1.9 seconds. Oh, man. Whose idea was Fleetwood Mac? Uh, mine. Oh,
0: whack, whack, <laughs> whack, whack. whack.
3: <laughs> now back to Mercedes in the morning. a Mix 94.1.
4: How did you earn your nickname? We went to a Halloween party on Saturday. And we dressed up as lobsters. I cause I saw your story, but
5: I was watching it <laughs> with the volume down, so I couldn't hear the context that was going on. It looked like a house party. It looked like decorations. Then all of a sudden, I see Matt like in a lobster jumpsuit. <laughs>
2: what, what, what are
5: they doing on a Saturday night? <laughs> I was so we confused. We were both
4: dressed as lobsters, and it was all because of our friend. His nickname is Lobster, so we showed up. He saw us dressed as lobsters, and he just started laughing. He was just just like, oh, my gosh, because his nickname is Lobster. And everyone asks, like, how did you get the nickname Lobster? And there is a story to it. Like, there's, And it's a quick one. I'll tell it. But if you have a nickname, what is the interesting story behind your nickname? How you earned that nickname? 702-364-9400. My good friend, her husband's name is Matt. My husband's name is Matt. When I talk about, oh, Matt did this, I'm like, oh, my Matt. And, or she'll be like, oh, Matt did this. She's like, oh, my Matt. And so we're finally like, we got to come up with nicknames for the guys because we got to figure out who's who. So Lobster Matt, he earned his nickname. We went out to dinner one night and the restaurant we went to has this lobster flam- flambe that they make table side. And we're all like, that sounds delicious. And then we found out the cost of it, and we're like, never mind, we don't (laughs) want it, but not Lobster Matt. He's like, I'll pay for it, I want to try this. So ever since then, we've called him Lobster Matt. Just for reference point, my husband is Juice. So like when we talk about him in a group text, it's the apple juice box uh-huh. emoji. He's juice because he's always paranoid about running out of battery and not having enough juice for his phone.
5: Oh, I thought because he, everyone's drinking at, when you guys go out to dinner, but Matt doesn't drink; because he's drinking juice.
4: No, and then he also wants to know the Wi-Fi password everywhere he goes because he needs the juice. From, so that's <laughs> that. But that is how Lobster earned his nickname, and that is why we dressed up as lobsters for Halloween. And we were talking; I was talking about it um, to someone at the food drive in our um, our engineer he wanted to know the story he goes because my nickname is lobster also we have
5: an engineer whose nickname is lobster tracy yeah but that's his nickname lobster it's lobster why is he lobster i
4: asked that i'm like how did you get the nickname lobster and he goes i play tennis tracy (laughs) plays tennis yeah i'm learning so much and then i'm like what do lobsters have to do with tennis he goes because i would like lob it over so they'd call me the lobster I'm like, Bobby, Bobby, <laughs> look it. at that. So what is your nickname? How did you earn it? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Hi, Christy. Hi. What is your nickname and how'd you earn it? It's Danger Doll.
7: And I earned it. There's a doll on the news that the news was, or they were saying not to buy for kids because it was really dangerous. And I was obsessed with this doll after that. I kept begging my mom to buy it for me because I don't know why, but. Since then, they started
4: calling me Danger Doll. Danger Doll, because she had to have the doll (laughs) that was being discontinued because it was so dangerous. I love that. That's actually a really cute nickname. I love that. Uh, Nick uh, texted. He says, "My nickname, or no, this says my nickname is Small Fry." Because I used to work at In and Out and was really skinny when I first got that nickname, so they call him Small Fry. Do you? Uh, do you have a nickname?
5: I, I discovered that there's a family that has a nickname for me, and when I saw their son over the weekend, he goes teeth. I'm like
2: what? Teeth. Aww. Teeth. <laughs> and I go yeah, teeth.
5: And it's a compliment because I met him a year ago, and his family is in the is in the dentists industry. And the son, one of the first things he said to me, he says, "My gosh, you have such white teeth." And apparently that became the nickname with me within the family to the point where I saw him on Saturday. <laughs> he just go, hey, JC. Hey, what's up? He goes, teeth. Oh, my God. Like, me? Yeah, teeth. They're still white. So I'm like, oh, thank you.
4: Uh, <laughs> Mom, had his teeth.
0: <laughs> Let's talk
4: to Nikki. Nikki, what is your nickname and how did you earn it?
7: It was ant eater. And um, it was because I wouldn't eat at the table as a child. I would just kind of skim over the trash can after dinner. <laughs> So my mom came up with that name. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's actually really cute. I got, I love the backstories. The backstories are the best. Thank you, Nikki. Um this text says my nickname is Shay because I'm Irish and people think I have the accent. Uh this one is oh, I don't know if I can read this one on the air. It's similar to the anteater but a different way on how I got it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't read that one. <laughs> In about 10 minutes, we are going to give you a pair of tickets to see Dean Lewis as he comes to the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Don't go anywhere. And next hour with Heads Up, we have your tickets to see Doja Cat. So lots going on this morning. This weekend, I have to say, I was having major FOMO looking at all of the posts of the MSG sphere and people checking out YouTube. It's Whoa. Was was that show as amazing as it looked? I literally just saw it on Instagram. But I'm like, that place is unreal. I can't imagine what it was like being in there. And if you were there... Were you just, like, blown away? Because it looks absolutely incredible. I
5: have a couple friends that went, and uh, yeah, being a huge U2 fan, I had uh, major FOMO as well. This past weekend just wouldn't have worked out for us to go, and we started looking at tickets over the weekend for future shows. But um, talking to friends, like, it, it was hard to decide which was the best, U2 himself seeing YouTube 2 perform, and the songs, and the sound, or the sphere itself, because just that itself was mesmerizing. And I had a buddy that was trying to record some stuff on his phone. He's like, I just gotta soak this I'm not going to even record anything because it's so, it just, it, it took over his entire body. All of his senses, he said, were used when he went to the show on Friday night.
4: If you were there, let us know. 702-364-9400. What was your whole experience? I mean, that just, it it, it looked unreal. And this venue is just making me so excited about the future of concerts and what they're going to be able to do with certain shows um there i think they announced that fish is going to be performing there there's rumors of harry styles uh that's going to be performing there and i'm thinking like who would be an amazing act to see in the sphere i think anyone would be amazing mm-hmm. just based on what i saw over the weekend but if you could pick an act that would just be incredible at the sphere who would you pick?
5: Well, my act is in there right now. My act is you 2 and they're in there right now. So I'm trying to think, okay, remove you 2 from the equation. Who would I want to see in there? I'm not even like an EDM fan, but I think something like that would be pretty cool. Or just something, something as far as like um, a Beyonce show or the Taylor Swift show, a show that is already so big on its own at a stadium. What would that be like when you put it inside the sphere?
4: Yeah, let's see. Now I'm torn on that. Like I, I totally see where you're going with that, but I then I think some people are made for stadiums, and then there's a special kind of group or, or or person that would be made for the sphere. I don't know. Maybe Beyonce I could see in there. I don't know about Taylor. I feel like Taylor. Is a stadium person?
5: She's moving around. Anyone that went to the show is you. Is are they staple? Is you two moving around, or are they just standing on the stage right there and not moving at all? And everything else around you is moving.
4: Everything I saw was just them, them on the, the stage. stage. Yeah, like there was a couple of like movable moments, but nothing like out and about. And I feel like some people need that, mm-hmm. but like who who needs to be at the Sphere seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred? Elsa, good morning good morning how are you guys doing Doing, beautiful morning it is a beautiful morning thank you for calling who do you think needs to be at the sphere
7: pink floyd
0: Do you know who that is? Of course, we know who
4: that is. <laughs> Step doesn't we do, Elsa.
0: Tell us why you think. Just with,
4: isn't that the? Okay, no way. I'm mixing up Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. Which is the one where they say that you uh, take something? You music. You can actually
7: see their music, and that's Pink Floyd. Look them up. You will absolutely love it, and I hope. To see Pink Floyd, because I will be the first one to buy a ticket. That would be well, really cool. Pink
5: Floyd always did like the laser shows. I remember, like they yes. always like at the planetarium, the Pink Floyd laser show, and they were supposed to be really cool. So Imagine having that kind of performance inside the sphere; it would be pretty
4: intense. That would, yeah, that would be intense. The the group I think would be absolutely incredible at the sphere would be. So a stadium group, but I just think with the colors and the sounds that they use, that they, they would be, I think it would be surreal to see something like that, th- their show. You in- can envision it right now
5: as you're talking about it. I like, am. In shots like of the I'm universe getting excited. Right yeah, you can see it happening.
4: <laughs> That's, um, that would be my dream, uh, dream sphere guest. Karis, good morning. Good morning. Hey, wh- who would you want to see? at the Sphere. Um,
7: the Las Vegas Aces or basketball team play their WNBA finals there. Oh, that would be so cool. Make it just all look like a big giant basketball
4: inside <laughs> and while they're playing. I love it. That Or make it look like that's a crowd with the real crowd and really intimidate the Liberty.
5: Oh, yeah. Like, there's like 100,000 people, people there. Boom.
4: <laughs> no, we don't do that. But no, that actually would be really cool to see a game in there.
5: What about like a Michael Jackson tribute show with all the Michael Jackson songs, like Thriller, Beated, and those iconic songs, something happening when they're playing. You could have Michael Jackson himself, but some kind of Michael, like almost like you take one from Mandalay Bay and slide it in there with all that music.
4: Yeah, they're going to do stuff like that. They have shows like nature shows oh, and they? stuff like that. I don't know if they're going to do tribute shows, but... That's a that place is it's a game changer. Oh my goodness. I am I am super super pumped that we have that that kind of a venue here in this city. Now
5: coming up here in about 5 minutes there's tickets to go see Dean Lewis. Hot,
3: hot, hot. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
4: Can we talk about Trailer? Taylor Swift, and Travis Kelsey?
5: This whole thing. <laughs> I, did you watch, I tuned in just for that last night. Did you I, really? I I, mean, I want to see some of the game, but I wanted to see if she's going to be there, who's going to be with her, how's NBC going to cover the whole thing, and it was a spectacle.
4: Well, I tuned in because I have two Jets on my fantasy team oh. and Travis Kelsey, so I Whoa. was like, I got to I gotta watch this game. But yeah, as expected, Taylor was in the box at MetLife Stadium to watch uh, Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs take on the New York Jets, this time she She brought a bunch of friends with her. Sophie Turner, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, Sabrina Carpenter, Taylor's brother Austin was there. She hung out with Brittany Mahomes, Patrick's wife. She was hugging with Donna Kelsey. I mean, it was just like a a box full of celebrities. The Chiefs barely held on to win. Kelsey did not have his best game, but... Maybe it's because uh, he was seen leaving her New York City apartment around eleven a.m. on Sunday Ooh-wee. before the game. Yeah, hey guys, I'm a little tired. You know, Donna had a busy day. Donna Kelsey, she <laughs> was at the she was at the uh, Eagles game prior, and she was sitting with Jake from State Farm before she went over. It's a new to celebrity play. couple, yeah. You know, <laughs> Donna and Jake from State Farm. So, so what do you what do you think of all this? I
5: think it's. I mean, good for him, good for her. They're happy. I love it. I think the attention that, that they're that she's bringing to football is funny and fantastic. I mean, it was they had Carson Daly on Sunday night like doing a whole breakdown of the relationship and Taylor Swift. I was looking at the Chiefs schedule if she's going to keep traveling um w- with Travis, they'll play the Eagles in November and Taylor Swift is an Eagles fan, so we'll see what happens there and then they'll be here to face the Raiders in late November.
4: Yeah, but she'll be on tour. When does her tour start? I mean, are you a Swifty or not? <laughs>
5: I don't know what her tour is. You don't know are.
4: when she goes on tour? <laughs> I mean, come on. She's not going to be even in the country when they're playing the Raiders. She'll be in Brazil.
5: Oh, well, I know that she'll be in Japan right before the Super Bowl.
4: Yes, yeah. She's going to, um, at the end of November, she's doing three shows in Brazil. I looked. I tried to buy tickets. Was I going to go? No. I just wanted to see if I could get them, and I could not get them. So. But there were,
5: there were two. Taylor Swift fans that were buying up tickets to the game on Sunday just to see Taylor Swift. Yeah. They don't care about the football game.
4: Yeah, so she she will not be here for the Raiders game if you're thinking about buying tickets just to see her. Don't worry about it. <laughs> she She's not going to be here for Do that Do you think
5: that there were fans that were just not even looking at the game, that were looking up at the box to watch her every move?
4: I, I mean, maybe. And if they're bringing new fans to the game of football, that's great, but that's a very expensive price to pay just to look at mm. her. She's not even singing, but everybody says that The reason why we're so emotionally invested in this relationship is because, well, for one, Travis is what they call a cinnamon roll hero. Have you heard of that before? No,
5: what's this theory? A
4: cinnamon roll hero is like a male hero in a romance novel. He's the he's the ultimate good guy. He's the sweet guy. He goes the extra mile. He's going to be his partner's biggest cheerleader. He is a caregiver um, and just really invested in the well being of his partner. So they're saying that Travis is a cinnamon roll hero. Um, Taylor is genuinely too Taylor's genuinely excited watching him play. Like she is there and supportive and that makes us excited to see her get excited about something. And then also like we 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 ship them because they're both high achievers in their own careers. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's a perfect storm for everything. It's different than Her past relationships.
5: Taylor Swift has, she is the best reaction person, whether it be at award shows, football games, she gives the best reaction to good news. She gets so excited.
4: Here's the thing I want to know. I don't know if any other lady is with me. Um, It's driving me crazy every time I see her. What is the brand of red lipstick that she is wearing? Because it does not budge. It literally just stays. I wore red lipstick when I dressed up like a lobster on Saturday. Uh, Like it's 40 minutes in. It's all smudged all over my mouth. I can't. Like, And it's the kind that's supposed to stay. It's like the long wearing kind and it's coming off. And I'm just like, how does Taylor Swift get that red lipstick to not even move?
5: Is she putting something on top of the lipstick? Is there a thing you put on once you put on like some kind of spray that seals it in?
4: the 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 sealant sealant spray spray, like a paint sealer I don't know that's the wrong person seriously you're turning to me
5: (laughs) Steph you got I got nothing on anybody
4: know what brand of red lipstick or is anyone else as obsessed with that fact that it does not move as I am because I just want to find the brand I use the Kat Von D like Everlast lipstick and it lasts to some extent but once I start eating or drinking forget (laughs) it it's gone Um, I'm just so impressed with that Steph you wear red lipstick from time to time do you uh, you find yourself fascinated with that absolutely every time I see Taylor Swift I know
6: she's going to wear a red lipstick and I too wonder what she wears but I don't think the ones that I have compared to the way that she just it completely stays on the whole time
4: there's no way like it doesn't like fall off or whatever no it doesn't smudge Uh, nothing I maybe her lips are just that red
6: they're they, permanently red. No, it's, they, it's they, no they're lipstick. Not wearing
4: lipstick who knows Did you see the text like pat mcgrath oh is that the brand yeah it's always pat i wear that kind of makeup okay pat mcgrath uh red lip okay let's see this this stuff here 52 bucks Oh yeah, yeah.
5: That's expensive for lipstick, right?
4: Yeah, I mean that's expensive for.
5: <laughs> I don't know how much lipstick costs. How much is that? How much is a good lipstick?
4: I don't know. It varies. Ten oh, bucks? Five I'm, bucks? I am intrigued. this should be our Try It Tuesday, so we can expense it. Oh, I want to see JC <laughs> in red lipstick. <laughs> Let's do it tomorrow. Try It Tuesday. We try the red lip from Pat McGrath. I knew we could depend on you guys. We are. We were talking earlier about uh, Taylor Swift's red lipstick and how it does not move. And so, uh, someone sent me the link. You can get it at Sephora for thirty-four bucks. Pat McGrath Liquid Lust Legendary Wear Matte Lipstick in the shade Elson Four. Okay.
5: Are we going to try it tomorrow for Try Tuesday?
4: I don't know. We can go see if they have it. I I have a feeling they may not have it, but we can we can always try that. Uh, I want to see if that really lasts. It, could you imagine that we're doing the show with red lipstick on all morning long? I mean, that would look a little uh, funny. But yeah, it's worth we're a shot, smart. right? Will smudge? will stain our lips. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I saw. Um, I saw this this uh, survey, or they did a study actually on the pettiest state in the country. Do you think that our state is petty, or do you think that we're we're not very petty? I would put us in the top ten. As being petty? Yeah. What makes you say that? Like, why would why would we be one of the most petty states? I think people get fired up over some petty things here in this town.
5: <laughs> Me included. I do, too. I think everyone. If you say no, you don't. I think everyone does. Everyone gets fired It does something a little petty. We all do it.
4: Okay, I'm about to think of something, because I, I want to know, what is the pettiest thing you do? 702-364- 9400, or have done. This study looked into um, the highest levels of pettiness. They say 84% of Americans admit to being petty uh the most common place they show their pettiness is in relationships um and the the pettiest state overall is alabama oh. uh, alabama is the pettiest state um uh, but nevada is
2: number two. Oh, we are too
0: <laughs>
4: we are the second pettiest state It's alabama nevada georgia texas and tennessee so what is what is your trigger for pettiness for me it's it's driving driving will make me petty and i am a pretty i have to say i'm a pretty nice driver except when it comes to this one thing and then i get petty and it is when someone will there's you know we're backed up we're at a standstill We're waiting to get through some traffic and some guy or gal will come on the shoulder of the road and like, oh, where I got to be is so much more important than where you all got to be. And they'll just go ride all the way up the shoulder and then sneak in in the front. I will not allow that. I will ride that person's bumper in front of me. So there is zero chance of you sneaking in in front of me. That is how petty I am. (laughs) I will not allow it.
5: You're also teaching them a lesson, too, sliding if they're trying to to cut in there like that.
4: I will even kind of stick my car out into the shoulder. So then they're they're stuck. That's only when they're using the shoulder. It's not when there's a real lane Lane, there. That's okay. Mm -hmm. It's when you use the shoulder. We're the one to
5: pop out. I'll pop out. <laughs> like, I'll pop out. You're stuck. Pop out. You're
4: waiting behind me. What is the pettiest thing you do? 702-364-9400.
5: I'm so conflicted with this thing because when it happens, it's it's annoying. It backs things up for me, but I like to see when it happens because they get to be petty. Uh, when we're driving to the TV station, Mercedes, you, know, you get off 15 and you're going, I guess, east on Sahara approaching Las Vegas Boulevard. The right, far right lane is a right-hand turn only lane. The other three lanes to the left, they're always backed up waiting for that light at Las Vegas Boulevard to turn green and there's always that one person that maybe wasn't paying attention or like you were saying, is trying to sneak up to the front and slide in and they're in that right turning lane and they're stopped and they're not moving and they're starting to back up traffic i i hate when that happens because now you're gonna be late because traffic's backed up a party wants to to be the person behind them so i can honk my horn at them or like try to sneak by them and give them a look like hey you shouldn't be in this lane this is the right turn lane
4: I always honk my horn at them. You give them a honk? Yeah, but I have to make sure we're separated by one person. <laughs> If I'm directly behind them, I will not honk it. But if there's someone in front of me, I'll honk it and I'll go.
0: Oh, it's a heavy honk. So
4: they think it's the person behind them. And even I will turn around and look and like, whoa, who did that? What was that?
5: Because when we come down, you're, you're kind of coming off that off ramp, which is high. You, can, you get a glimpse of what's going on. Like, oh, we got a blocker. Hopefully I can be the next one up there to give him something.
4: I am all about the pettiness on that. Steph, you are not a petty person, but do you act petty in certain situations? There are times I am petty. And it's to James. I feel bad. But he does this thing
6: where he goes to the bathroom. He likes to go pee while cleaning his ears with Q-tips. I I just got a visual. (laughs) It's the weirdest thing. But what he does, he always leaves the Q-tip little case. The lid is always off. And he never, ever puts the lid back on the Q-tip case. So what I do is I'll just be like, babe, you left the Q-tip open again. And so I'll just leave. I'll take all the Q-tips out. Oh and my so it's gosh. empty. Oh. <laughs> so he can't find the Q-tips until he's like, okay, I'll put them in. I'll, flip, I'll close the lid. <laughs> so petty. And
5: we this- also have another try Tuesday tomorrow. We can all go to the bathroom with Q-tips and pee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See how it <laughs>
3: feels.
1: better than reward you put in the hours the
2: energy the tough labor you are a fighter and Medella is your reward modella the mark of a fighter Drink responsibly beer imported by Crown port chicago illinois
5: you've got your tickets to go see doja cat coming up here in just about 10 minutes when you win heads up i was telling mercedes I- i've been tasked with something very unique i need to find a couple of feral cats because at the barn where my wife rides horses they had a couple of feral feral cats there From 10 plus years. And um, the cats were there taking care of the mice and everything. If there's, I don't think there's ever an issue with rats, but there were some mice and stuff there. And they tried to get into the horse's feed, and those feral cats took care of business. But sadly, those two cats recently passed away. And uh, they've had no luck finding a feral cat or a couple feral cats to come into the barn and take care of the mice that are now starting to show up. And Laura started calling some animal shelters, and they didn't have any. And she was kind of running into some roadblocks, so she asked me for help on getting Two feral cats
4: there's a I was just looking like where can you find it It says like at the animal Foundation they have something called community cats, and that um you can go and the, the let me see here they whether you have the community cats pro like they have cats that you can adopt.
5: Are they feral or
4: regular cats? We no, need... no, you don't want to send a regular cat out there when are that the... poor regular cat's Like, what are you, what is this? No, absolutely not. No, this is their out, it says outdoor cats that are free roaming or feral are, are considered community cats. And these cats uh, sometimes live in groups called colonies and choose their territories because they have a food source and shelter there. Um, so it looks like they may have community cats and you can get one of those you have to specify that that it would be a community cat
5: yes it'd be in a certain area because someone would it's it's funny because someone brought up the idea of bringing a regular cat out there and we're like no you can't bring a regular cat out there the cat will be overwhelmed like you said
4: oh that poor thing oh, oh yeah. my gosh you yeah you would never want to do that to just a, a a non-feral cat
5: but then someone brought a did have it's probably about a month or two ago someone did get a feral cat That from a neighbor or somewhere, and that that cat kept trying to run back to its original territory. So they just brought it back to where they got that, where the person they got it from. So listen, this cat's not hanging out here at the barn. It's trying to get back to your house where you live. So that's what happened with that one. So I'll have to check this place out.
4: Yeah. uh, Yeah. it's called like they're called working cats, so you mm-hmm. can actually get them. But there's some some feral cats in my neighborhood, and it it was so funny because the other night we were walking, just doing our thing, and everybody's got their Halloween decorations up. So there's this one house, and it has this gigantic rat that we walked by and we thought it was a real rat. Like it was just sitting there and it's not moving or anything. And it's just placed right up against the sidewalk enough. So we walk, my husband sees it, go, (laughs) and then it doesn't move. And we're like, Oh my gosh, that is not even a real rat. Like it really freaked us out. So we're always kind of timid walking by this house because of the, the fake rat. So we're walking by it again. We're kind of looking out. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, this feral cat jumps out at us. I was like, and he, I think, thought that that fake rat was a real rat. Oh, and it was we coming were at it, right yeah. By it, oh my gosh, I'm so not walking by this house anymore. But they, uh, I, I always try to be nice to them and just, you know, I'd never touch them, but I always like, hi kitty, you know, how you doing? And I kind of put names in my head for them, but they are. Th- this one in our neighborhood's really skinny. And so we were kind of concerned, like, well, we were happy because that means there's no rats. Around. Oh yeah. There's no food to eat. But I was kind of concerned. I'm like, do do you start feeding feral cats if they're looking a little on the thin side? And that's like, if you want him following you to our home, our home, feed him. And I was like, yeah, hey, I'll, I'll let him stick around.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you put some food out. It will come to your house for that stuff. Yeah,
4: for sure. All
5: right. So thank you for the heads up on my feral cats. <laughs> You'll have to name them once we get them. Mercedes, I'll let you name them.
4: Oh Oh, yeah. I think uh, Taylor and Travis.
3: (laughs) It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All
4: right. Let's get our contestant. It is Jackie. Your caller 20. Jackie, ready to play Heads Up? Hi. Yes. Let's do this. We're so happy to have you joining us this morning. Okay. Pick a category for these Doja Cat tickets. Do you want to go with Chef's Hat, Around the World, mean girls on Broadway or espresso
7: Mm, what was the first one the
4: chef chef's hat hat hat, yeah let's do that okay national cooking day was last Monday these are all things that are associated with cooking okay 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 who do you want to pick as your partner this morning Mercedes, gotta go with you. All right, let's
5: do it. it. Jackie, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six corrects. You'll get those tickets to go see Doja Cat. And you start now. You
4: turn the burners on on this. The stove. Yes. If you have an onion and you need to cut it up, you do this. You what? Chop. Yes. This is when you're making pasta, you got to take water and do this to it first. Boil. Yes. Um, I'm going to take a steak and throw it on this outside. Grill. Yes. This is, oh, um, I have some fruit. i got to make sure I put it under wash water it. and not wash, but... Um, another word for wash with no soap? Clean. Um, no, yeah, just taking off the 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 stuff. Let's pass. Um, I don't want to get my clothes dirty, so I'm going to put this on over them. Uh, while I cook. Uh, uh, uh apron. Yes. <laughs> um, I've got some cookies. I'm going to put them in the oven, and Darf. I'm I'm going to do this. You're going to oven, bake them. Yeah! Spike. You got it! Congratulations! Oh my <laughs> Jackie, I had no worries. I knew we were going to get it. Just because oh, we couldn't yeah. we couldn't get rinse, that was the word, rinse. rinse. Yeah, Ooh. I know. Like, I think you said every word except rinse, but we got it, no problem. Congratulations! Thank you. I love you guys. We
5: it's love great. you, Jackie. And you're all set with those tickets to go see Doja Cat, the Scarlet Tour at the T-Mobile Arena, Friday, November 3rd. Congratulations. We've got those Doja cat tickets all week long when you win heads up in the 8 o'clock hour. Now, next hour, 940 tickets for you to go see Kane Brown.
4: I could see this becoming a problem um, for the family. Did you see about the guy who uh, just got married and he was asking Reddit for advice because he was sharing photos from their honeymoon with the whole family and accidentally included a photo? Of his wife with the whole family, and his wife was uh, doing some. She was. It was this is a nude photo of his wife. Oh, he sent it in to the, the entire family. In the hot tub? Yeah, like, Dude. you know when you just select a bunch of pictures? Oh, that's the worst. That got selected in there, and it went to the whole family. Um, it, her back was turned, so you couldn't see anything, but it's still racy, and a lot of the family members don't believe he sent it by mistake, so it's causing a lot of drama. A lot of people are saying, you know, it's going to blow over. Don't worry about it. But um, it, it it Have you ever done something like that where you accidentally sent a picture that you definitely should not have sent?
5: Um, I'm trying to think of it, done a photo. So I don't... Like, do you send Matt nudes...
4: No, we don't. Yeah. Any
5: racy photos or anything? No,
4: we don't do that. Racy photo is when he's at Costco and he's like, "They've got this on sale," and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, baby."
5: <laughs> Laura will sometimes send me like a, a boob shot or a nipple shot, or so it's like it's like racy but also comical too. It's just like it's a funny thing that she does. And and uh, she sent me like a boob shot once, and uh, like I downloaded for some reason, because I was exp- I wanted to like zoom in on something and send it back to her. So that boob photo is in my phone. I remember like opening my phone up to show somebody some pictures or something. And the first thing was the boob. Now they didn't see it, but I'm like, oh, well, let me show you this picture from the weekend. I open it up and there's Lara's boob right there on my phone. So I immediately, you know, got the picture I needed. But since then, I'm always like, if delete that stuff or don't download it, I don't want that stuff on my phone because I don't want the chance of accidentally sending a boob photo, to Lara, when I mean to send, you know, send some other pictures.
4: Yeah. I, I like the only thing with me is sometimes I will accidentally throw a a, a photo in there that doesn't belong luckily it hasn't been anything super bad but it's more just like awkward mm-hmm. Like if you go through your photos right now what's what's the most awkward photo that you have that is just like what if i just sent you the most I, i'm going through like the recents so i'm not going to d- delve deep but if um i just sent you Let's see here. Um, By the way, how many
5: photos do you have on your phone?
4: um, I have 32,236 photos.
5: Can anyone beat 32,000? I've got 26,280 photos.
4: Um, I have a video that I can send you guys. Uh, This is pretty funny. I know we're going to be seeing a lot of it this month. We went to a Halloween party early um, on on Saturday when it was still September, and we had to get gas on the way there. So um, I have a video of my husband getting gas in a lobster costume. Just so random. I'm like, oh, and nobody even looked at him. He's just getting gas in a lobster costume.
5: I was so pretty. Mercedes explained the whole situation why they were dressed like that. If you're just joining us, you have to download today's podcast. But punching through your stories over the weekend, volume was down. I'm like, why are they wearing lobster costumes? (laughs) This was Saturday night, was it?
4: It was on Saturday yeah, night. Yes, so, and yeah. it's still
5: September at that point. It's still yeah. September thirtieth. And
4: we're we're there, and nobody's even giving him a second look. That's how you know we <laughs> live in Las Vegas when nobody cares that there's a man getting a uh, gas in a lobster <laughs> costume. Hi, Blair. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so my sister was in the hospital room for my birth of my daughter, uh-huh. and. She sent a picture of the baby on my stomach, but didn't um, know how much that picture was showing. Oh, no. And sent it to my whole family group chat. Oh, boy. So they got... My dad, my brother. Oh, no. They got a picture of uh, the hoo-ha? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They sure did. Did anybody say anything?
7: Uh once she found out I was like, hey everybody, don't look too hard at all those pictures. But yeah, Mason's here.
0: <laughs> Mason's <Mace is> here. <laughs> Hello, welcome. His former home. His current home. <laughs>
3: It's time for the Hot 3 on NYX 94.1.
0: Okay.
4: We didn't even finish the Hot 3 last hour, so I want to make sure we get to the important stuff here. Um, So, oh, do you think uh, phones should be banned from classrooms to help kids focus at school?
5: Oh, that's a good question. I would say it'd be very distracted.
4: The UK just announced they're doing it. So kids in England won't be able to have their phone in class and they can't use it in between classes either. And officials say that phones at school are one of the biggest issues that teachers have to deal with every single day.
5: I kind of like that idea. Um, we went through school without our phones, and our parents need us. So they can get in touch with us. Maybe there's something where they're getting it in between classes. Um, cause I do know things have changed a lot and everything, so they would need their phones. But yeah, I would imagine it's pretty distracting as you're trying to teach. I know if I was a kid in school to have my phone, I'd be, I'd be looking at things all the time.
4: Yeah. it's. I think it's different. For every teacher, I think they basically set the rules, but in the past, okay, when my daughters were like in middle school and they had a phone, it was like, you can't have it at all. It has to remain in your locker. So you can use it before school and after school, Mm -hmm. but the rest of the time it has to stay in the locker. Now, I don't know that everyone abided by that from what I heard, but that was the rule. So now in high school um, with my my daughter, she can have it in certain classes. And she says sometimes kids are just on their phone the whole time. And then other classes, when you walk in, like the teacher will have a pouch Mm -hmm. and that's how you get your attendance grade by putting your phone in in the pouch so oh, she'll look okay. at okay who's got a phone in the pouch you were here today if your phone's not in the pouch unexcused absence
5: oh i like that and yeah then as class is over grab it out of your pouch and move on to the next exactly thing. i would just imagine as a teacher yeah it's got to be so frustrating having students on your phone. I mean, you, you as a teacher, that's your right to say, put your phone away, correct?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I would not, if I was a teacher, I would not allow it to be used. I'd allow you to have it. I get it. Emergencies happen. Mm-hmm. I also know kids wear Apple watches. So there's a kind of a workaround with that. But um, I do the check-in thing when you walk in because otherwise there is no way you're going to have their attention at all.
5: Mm-hmm. So Apple watch, you think kids are cheating with their Apple watches?
4: No, but they get texts on yeah. it. And so your phone can be over there but i can still get a text oh, sure through, yeah so it doesn't really matter i mean maybe they are cheating on their apple watches but i was just thinking i've texted my kid at school before and she's responded and i i know she's wearing her uh-huh. watch or something <laughs> like that um also this morning what is the happiest job in the world the job where you think that people the most uh have the highest rates of happiness. Uh, I would think that it would be like a candy taster or a baker or something like that, wouldn't you think?
5: Yeah, or someone that works at Disneyland or one of those parks to see the joy on a kid's face when they walk in. That and, and would see. be
4: cool. Um, well, it's not that. It's actually, um, it. it's a job I didn't expect. It's construction workers. People that work in the construction industry have the highest levels of happiness um they in general they their um, happiness has fluctuated over the past few years but the happiness scores of construction workers um, have been consistently high uh, they say that their their wages are rising that's a reason why and then um, there's plenty of job opportunities also. Con, uh, construction was number one, technology was number two, finance was number three, followed by non-profit and restaurants or food and beverage.
5: I think that's such a cool thing. If you do construction here in town to be able to drive around and point, you know, Durango Station, yeah, I I helped build that, or whatever casino or building you built on, to say that I helped build that. Your dad was in construction, but he was engineering, correct?
4: He's a He was a project engineer, so he kind of, he he was like, he would have the construction workers they would put his plans into motion basically
5: but, but some of your dad's work is still out there correct you can drive did he build a bridge or a road or something there's
4: it... a, no there's a plant in cleburne texas that he was responsible for building and then also one in ohio i can't remember the name uh or, or the city in ohio but yeah like he was responsible for running all these projects and, and getting them set up
5: can i ask you such a random question that popped my mind over the weekend <sighs> no it's, it's okay it's nothing bad I guess. No, it's something... something <laughs> and I felt like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'll have to ask her this come September 11th. September, September 11th has passed. Did you ever hear back, because the story goes, your dad drove all those people from wherever they were stuck to Denver. You were trying to track down some of those people. Did you ever find any of those people?
4: Yeah, we talked to one. Remember Joyce? Joyce, that's right. Do yes. you still talk to her? No, I don't. And I need to. Um, So... She reached out to a television station in Denver. She was in the van. If you missed the story, on September 11th, my dad, um, he was supposed to fly back from somewhere in Ohio and to Denver. They canceled the flight. So he immediately ran, rented a van, and told everyone, if you're headed to Denver, let's get in this van and let's drive. And he just picked six random people or seven random people however many the van fit and they drove back and i always wanted to know like who was in that van with him um and he passed away so we we could never find out and uh one we told the story i told the story on twitter it went viral a tv station in denver ran a story about it and this woman named joyce reached out to them and was like i was in that car um i remember she called her she called him her angel emilio because he got her back Um, he dropped her off at this mall that's like she lived in Colorado Springs technically so her husband drove up from Colorado Springs and then my dad drove her to the mall and then they met in the parking lot and she went the rest of the way home with her husband
5: so Joyce you connected with but no one else since then from that story
4: no no one else reached out I was kind of bummed like part of me is hoping that you know everyone is still alive and well Mm -hmm. and they just missed the story but yeah Joyce reached out and she it was funny because she was already dropping the hits like i do go out to vegas a lot got any deals on tickets Joyce. and i was like Joyce, <laughs> come on now That's let's so not Joyce. do that <laughs> oh, no, good... friend. <laughs> but then i never heard from her again i yeah, was no gonna, i still have her number though i just looked at my phone to see if i still had it maybe one of these days we should reach out yeah, to, about Joyce. to that just hey, popped Joyce, my head do you want to go see you two at this <laughs> msg sphere?
5: anyone get calls for seeing you two tickets did anybody really, like reach out to you see oh. a connection to, to go see? Yeah. Oh, God, no. I wish. I would have been there. <laughs> you no, know, no. Like, hey, Mercedes, you got any hookups to get me tickets?
4: Oh, no. Not yet. But have mm. you gotten those? I
5: have one, buddy. Have really? you got any juice? Like, no, I not have
4: any juice. Are you, I mean, you're the world's biggest YouTube fan, and you couldn't get yeah, in Yeah, if so. I had the juice, I'd be drinking the juice. <laughs> I know. I know. We're going to talk about that show coming up next hour, and just how big it was, and how, uh, what an amazing venue the MSG Sphere is. Uh, Yeah, and if you were there, we want to hear from you for sure. Uh, Finally, this morning, so, did you hear about this woman who is suing walt disney world um after she got a water slide wedgie
5: i saw the headline is this possible
4: yeah so this is actually like kind of scary so this this woman she's in her early 30s she's suing walt disney world after one of her waters one of their water slides gave her a wedgie so bad she had to be hospitalized think about how bad that has to be a wedgie to hospitalize you her name is uh emma mcginnis she was on her uh, 30th birthday trip to with her family in 2019 and there has anyone been on this before it's in disney's typhoon lagoon water park it's called the Humunga Kawabunga uh slide and it's a 214 foot slide with a five-story drop it sounds like the Der Stuka that used to be at the old Wet n' Wild. Yes, you remember that? Yeah, I refused to go on that. Like that was just way too
5: high. You lose journey. your bathing suit. Do you stand at the bottom of that thing? People I, come down, bathing suit off, top is gone.
4: I would lose it on the Lazy River. I wasn't going to go do it on the Der Stuka. But anyway, so this is a this is a really high slide, and they usually make you cross your legs to avoid this kind of thing. And this lawsuit she filed claims Disney didn't make it clear just how important it was to cross your legs when you go down it. And so near the end of the slide, she briefly got airborne and she hit the pool at the bottom so hard it gave her what they're calling a life altering wedgie that damaged her internal organs. It it sounds like it was more like a front wedgie situation. Okay. Um. And it was bad enough she needed surgery. So she just wanted Disney to be more upfront about the risks and maybe ban certain bathing suits that can be wedgie prone. Um, And she wants $50,000 to cover mental and physical anguish, her hospital bills, her loss of earnings, stuff like that.
5: I'm looking at how the ride ends. It looks. You can see how that would be painful.
4: Let me see here.
5: You see them come out like this tunnel, and this just like, the water, then the water really fast.
4: I mean, I just I, some of these rides, I'm I'm like, why would you subject yourself to yeah, that? Like that does not look like fun to me.
5: Not fun at all. Coming up here and Jerk or Justify. Tanya wants to know if she's justified in dumping her boyfriend over an escape room gone wrong. Details in ten minutes. Uh-huh.
4: It is Monday, and that means it is time for Jerk or Justified, You Be the Judge. Is this person a jerk, or are they justified? And we love when you guys email us with your situations. We read them on the air. All you have to do is go to our website to email us at mix941.fm, just like Tanya did.
5: Yeah, Tanya writes, hi, Mercedes, and JC. This is Tanya. I met you guys at the food drive last Tuesday Congratulations on another successful year. I've got a situation that came up on Friday. Could you read it Monday for Jerk or Justified? I started dating Jeff four weeks ago, and we decided to do an escape room with some friends this weekend, and it ended up being a wake-up call for me. I realized I'm dating an idiot with a short fuse. He was yelling at everybody, getting upset, and he was super competitive. He sounded so stupid. He couldn't find any clues or figure any of the clues out when others found them. It was such a turnoff. We ended up failing the escape room. I was so embarrassed to see him yelling at my friends. My best friend didn't say anything about it, but I could tell she was not happy with the way he acted. I want to break up with him. And when I told my mom, uh, she thought I was being a little harsh. Of course, she wasn't there to see how rude he acted and how dumb he really is. My other friend said I should just have some fun with him and see where things go. He does have other positive qualities. Great job. Very attentive and hot. Would I be a jerk to break up with my boyfriend over the way he handles an escape room? Is this a deeper, a deeper sign of the way he handles stressful situations? She says thank you. I look forward to hearing everyone's thoughts. And then she drops a PS. I think every person should test their mate by doing an escape room to see what they're really like when put
4: in a stressful situation. What do you guys think? 702 364 9400 is our number. Is this uh is this a red flag? Is this like, okay, yeah, break up, girl. This is you're just a month in. This is a bad sign. Or is she is she judging too? Harshly on this Ashley on Facebook says life will get much harder than an escape room if you really want to stay perhaps a convo and some self-realization on his end will work otherwise I say end things Ali says your concerns are valid but have you talked to him about it Or your best friend. Hard to say if it's justified without their insights. What do you think?
5: Dump him. I think this is, uh, yeah, it's a sign of something deeper. I agree with that last line you had there. Is this a deeper sign of the way he handles stressful situations? If he's losing his mind over an escape room? There's maybe this displaced anger he has going on. There's, I think there's something else there. It's not, it's not worth it. What happens when you get Like that one person said, you get into a real stressful situation in life. Is this how he's going to be? Get angry, get mad, and can't handle it? Dump him. Get rid of him.
4: I'm not saying don't dump him, but I am saying that I do think it it does just warrant a conversation with him. Like, you're just like, hey, we're done. And, like, he doesn't know why. I would say, hey, I didn't like how you acted at that escape room. Like, that, to me, just said a lot about your character. And are you always like that? I I do think that you should at least say something. And then also, you know... the whole he's dumb because he couldn't get the clues like that sounds a lot i've never done an escape room but i'm guessing there's quite a few clues i'm gonna miss and i don't know that that makes me dumb per se i just didn't get the clues and that just seems really kind of snobby a little bit in my opinion on your end just because he couldn't get a couple of clues did he act right no no and I say the true test of a character is to have them play Monopoly with you. That's how oh you, boy, uh, that's that's my <laughs> little gauge. But um, I do agree with you. It would bo- it would bother me too. But I th- I think you should like not be so harsh on judging how dumb he is, and also um, have a conversation about how you didn't like how he acted, and then dump him.
5: <laughs> Go through an escape room and tell them if you can make it through the escape room, I'll be waiting on the other side. If not, our relationship is over.
4: I I, I think she pretty much answered her own question. Yeah. She doesn't like him anymore, so why waste your time? Would you ever
5: want to do I, I've been in a lot of escape rooms for, for the TV show we do in Las Vegas now, but more of like showcasing them, not
4: actually doing the clues or anything. Would you want to do one, like an escape room? Yeah, I would do one. I just haven't had the opportunity to do one. <laughs> I would do one, but I'm I, at the end of the day, I know it's an escape room and I'm going to get out, so yeah. I'm not going to freak out out over it. Am I like, competitive? Forever. Yeah, I want to get it, but I'm not going to like lose my mind because I can't <laughs> guess that the key under the jewelry box opens uh, a book in the, in the bookcase. You know? Oh, well. <laughs> <It's so laughs> That's life. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Listen, Tanya, keep us updated. Whatever you do, please keep us updated. And it was nice to see you last week at the Food Drive. And if you've got a situation that you want us to read on Jerker Justified, just go to our website, Mix941.fm.
8: That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co.
2: This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catches. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. On the website
5: off mercedes i'm dead here in my studio
4: <laughs> i just sent uh Steph and jc that that viral meme of the guy on facebook and his name is how do it do it and uh we were just playing Montel Jordan and I always sing, This is how we do it and it's a guy named Howie Do It and so J C goes, Who's Howie Do It? And I go, Listen to the song and he's like, This is how we do it. I look at that, I'm like, How we do is it?
5: I guess it's coming on. <laughs> studio tour, nine thirty, how we do it's coming in. <laughs> you said that. I'm like, Oh my gosh. I
4: love that movie. Oh, so if you haven't seen that one, it's just no. it's just a guy's Facebook page, his name's Howie Do It and I gotta imagine he gets a lot of uh a lot dude? of people say this is how we do it (laughs) um i was gonna say do you guys want i was gonna thinking about ordering starbucks this morning and uh i mentioned to steph I'm like, would you like another pumpkin spice latte? Because oh, during the food drive, that like that's all you drank, and you were like, ugh. <laughs> are you are you over the pumpkin spice now? I, I it's it's sad to say because
6: I'm a huge pumpkin spice lover. I mean everything, especially the PSLs. But I had so many PSLs last week that I am officially done with them. I can't drink another more PSL for the rest of the year.
5: Oh, see, to me. I'm just I, that sounds good. I think because of last week. My caffeine intake during the show went up, so I would have my two cups of coffee at the house, and then we get there, we got Starbucks every morning, like a big venti or grande coffee at like seven. So I'm I'm crashing. I want a PSL.
6: No, okay. So this is what I do every morning. I'll have my curing machine. I'll do my regular coffee with like my, my non uh, sweetened creamer or oat milk, and I used to do that every single day. And then when we started doing Four Corners Food Drive, you guys were offering Starbucks. I'm like, oh my gosh, I never have Starbucks. I'm finally get my pumpkin spice fix to the point where by day four I was like okay I haven't finished so I'll bring it home and I'll reheat it for the next morning which was Saturday so Saturday morning comes I reheat it I'm like oh I can't my stomach can't do another pumpkin spice latte so right now I'm taking a break taking a break from the PSL
4: so it was like a seasonal thing for you the season has come and gone so are you done with it until next psl season i think so i think i'm gonna be done with psls
6: until next september
4: that's uh, like do you ever overdose on something like you love it so much that you finally reach a point where it's like i can't eat this anymore i'm (laughs) sick of it i'm so sick of it
5: what Uh, is is it for
4: me it was those halo top ice creams i was obsessed with halo top i was like low calorie delicious we tried every flavor of halo top now if i see it i'm like oh (laughs) i can't even do a halo top anymore i'm just like over it like that was our obsession and now i just the sight of it makes me feel queasy i'm not a fan anymore i i overdid it
5: egg salad sandwiches for me as a kid every single day my mom would make me one for like two years I just i I was over them and finally said mom i don't like egg salad sandwiches please stop and that's back I, I would just you would make that at what, probably six o'clock in the morning and I'd carry the thing to school and we just sit in you know in the um in the closet or at my desk just at room temperature till I ate it at around eleven thirty or so, and so yeah, it's a, that's
4: why we like have such strong stomachs, cause uh, we like didn't refrigerate seriously. anything uh-huh. and just delayed it. That stupid thermostat <laughs> to keep things cold, you kidding me? I'm not sick of how we do it memes though. <laughs> I'll never get sick of those. Are you guys
6: ready?
3: Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? Trending on Mix 94.1.
4: U2 is trending this morning. Their brand new residency opened the MSG Sphere this weekend to rave reviews. We're talking floor-to-ceiling visuals, that immersive audio. Fans were absolutely awestruck with U2UV Actoon Baby Live. The band's drummer, Larry Mullen Jr., was not able to be a part of the Vegas shows as he's recovering from surgery due to drumming injuries to his elbow. So Bono introduced Brom Vandenberg uh, to the audience, and he said, let there be no mistake, there is only one Larry Mullen Jr. Just seeing all the videos and the posts about it, it looked absolutely spectacular.
5: Yeah, it looked fantastic. So they're there in support of the album Octum Baby, which came out in 1991, and they opened the show with the first track off of that album, which is Zoo Station. The amount of celebrities that were there, it seems endless from Snoop Dogg, Katy Perry, Dr. Dre, Paul McCartney. I heard at one point he was singing a Beatles song to Paul McCartney, who was in the crowd.
0: Melinda
4: was actually at the show. Melinda, oh my gosh, you got to tell us everything. How was it?
7: Oh, it raised the bar for Las Vegas. It was epic
4: when okay so where were your seats because i'm seeing a lot of conversation on like the higher seats are the better ones or get ga because the first level is blocked like where were you sitting for this
7: so our seats were perfect they were right next to the sound bar in section 205 uh i don't think it could have been better it was dead pretty dead center cuz the soundboard is dead center um, but I will say this, if you have any type of vertigo or any issues with balance, you want to be at the back of a section or the front of a section. Cause even in the two hundreds, you feel a little woozy.
4: Yeah. That's what I was worried yeah. about. Just like, because it looks like because of that video screen, like you're moving sometimes, doesn't it?
7: Absolutely. And there's one song they play. It's like the fourth song in, you're, you're, I leaned over to my husband. I said, oh, my God, is the floor raising? <laughs> like, what is going on? It's a complete my, I mean, it just messes with all of your senses.
5: Was there a favorite song that, uh, that the band did?
7: Oh, I would say um, God, I don't know. They were all so good. Uh, Streets Have No Name, though, because the song was great and the visual that went with it, it you felt like you were in an outside desert concert. Um, nothing like it.
4: This is like you said, this really raised the bar for Vegas. I think it's just going to change a lot, uh, a lot of concerts because this was just, this had all your senses going. It sounds like, are you, is there a band that you would love to see perform at the sphere,
7: seeing what you saw with you too? Honestly, somebody mentioned pink Floyd. And I think that would, be crazy. Um, but I'm the type of person who's up for any music, any band, so um I think anyone would be great.
4: Well, we appreciate your first sound cool. account on that, Melinda. It's just it sounds like it was uh absolutely stunning. What was the only bad thing you said about the concert?
7: Oh my gosh, exiting. I would <laughs> tell anyone that goes, just sit in your seat for ten, fifteen minutes. And I think the reason is is because your senses are so elevated um and you go and you're it's a little claustrophobic going out through the tunnel and all these people body to body and you're not even moving for a little bit so take your time if i went again yeah i'd go i'd stay back chill let everybody go and then go and the staff there is off the charts That's awesome to hear.
5: Yeah, that's cool. That's a good tip, though, leaving, too, because it's awesome video of everyone. Like, this is 17,000 people leaving (laughs) the sphere, going into the Venetian.
4: All at the same time. Mm -hmm. Melinda, thank you so much. That is trending this morning. Uh, Las Vegas Aces are trending. The ladies have punched their ticket to the WNBA Finals. They swept their way to the Finals, first taking care of the Chicago Sky and then knocking out the Dallas Wings. So the Aces are going to face the New York Liberty when the series starts on Sunday, October 8th. Game one of the best of three out of five final series will happen here at home at the Michelob Ultra Arena. Then um, the the game is being broadcast on ABC, and that's pretty much, if you don't have your tickets now, that's the only way you're going to see it. It's all sold out. All the home games are sold out. They will host Games 1 and 2, and then if necessary, Game 5, while the Liberties Barclays Center will serve as the site for Games 3 and, if necessary, Game 4. And then finally, Taylor Swift and Heinz is trending this morning. So the singer's going to be receiving an honor from Heinz with a new ketchup flavor. It's called... Ketchup and Seemingly Ranch, inspired by her snack choice when she went to the game last weekend at Arrowhead Stadium. They're releasing 100 bottles of this special special ketchup with the number 100 chosen to represent a combination of her favorite number, 13, and Travis Kelsey's jersey number, 87. They did con- confirm in an Instagram post that Ketchup and Seemingly Ranch, Taylor's version, is going to be released in the coming months, and that is what's trending.
5: Those tickets for you to see Kane Brown are coming up here in less than five minutes.
4: I'm a planner, and I hope Madison is a planner too. Hi, Madison. Hi. Do you have plans for May 18th, 2024? Well, not yet. Well, now you do. You're going to see K. Brown. <laughs> hey, <guys. laughs> That's going to be a good anniversary. Here. Oh, it's your anniversary. Well, it's on the 16th. Well, that's a perfect chance to to celebrate. Yeah, Kane Brown coming to the T-Mobile Arena on May 18th. And you are there. Congratulations and happy early anniversary. Hey, thank you.
5: Thank you, Madison. We've got these tickets all week long at 940. And then actually later on this afternoon, Heather, she's got a pair for you in the 5 o'clock hour. It is Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning.
0: And that is it for us on a Monday. Thank
4: you again. So much for last week, guys. Our Four Corners Food Drive, we ended up raising over $73,000 for Three Square Food Bank. And we couldn't have done it without you. You guys were amazing. It was so great going out and meeting you. And for those of you who didn't get a chance to go out and did it online thank you it just uh, it, it is why we love this job because of people like you who are so giving and who love this community as much as we do so thank you for that thank you for joining us this morning be back tomorrow because we still have more Kane Brown tickets for you we've got more tickets for you to see Dean Lewis doja cat journey jam-pack show tomorrow and tomorrow is try it Tuesday and uh, I think we have a pretty fun one on tap I make sure you're listening just after eight o'clock tomorrow morning for try it Tuesday. So Steph, you're going to stay on the air. You're covering in for J Love this afternoon. So make sure you keep it here. Let Steph get you through your work day. And right now it is time for the line of the day. Sometimes
5: you send the wrong photo to the wrong people.
4: My sister
8: was in the hospital room for my birth of my daughter. Uh-huh. And she
4: sent a picture of the baby on my stomach, but didn't, um
7: know how much that picture was showing. Oh, no. And sent it to my whole family group chat. Oh, boy. Once she found out, I was like, hey, everybody, don't look too hard at all those pictures. But, yeah, maybe it's here. <laughs> his former
4: home. His current <laughs> <parental>. home. <laughs> Wow. I I could see myself accidentally doing that because you're just looking at the baby. You don't notice, oh, oh, wow, there's a lot going on down there.
3: (laughs) Hey, Mom, what's that?
5: (laughs) That'll do it for show number 1928 of Mercedes in the Morning.
3: Did you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning on Mix 94.1.